It's Friday. Friday. Gonna get down on Friday. Mm, mm, mm. Friday. Then. Saturday, Sunday, what? It's Friday again. It's Saturday, Sunday, what? You're meant to sing, Dan. I don't know the song. <laughs> what? I don't know what you're trying to you do. You've never heard it's Friday, Dan. It's Saturday, Sunday, what? You clearly live in London way too long because that's a very jam that plays every freaking bar up north when you're Is drinking one... a cheap drink. Does that have trumpets in it? Yes, it does. Okay, then I might know it. Yeah, you might know it. I feel like... I'll might... look it up. Yeah. I'll look it up afterwards. <laughs> You'll look it up. Welcome to the back of the bus where the bus happened. You're with the faggoty, agoty, nanatree, the fuckery happens on the back of the bus because that's where the meth happens. I am Nick Charles and joining me this week, as per usual, it's the stunning, delightful, the beautiful Dan James. Hello, gorgeous. Hello, I am darling. here live in your ears, ready yeah. to spill the tea, we tell love. you why you're all being messy. Everyone's having a good time. Tea. You know what? This question is because kind of, um, uh, it's a messy one. So I think we should get into it because we need to get into Drag Race real quick. I'm so, ready. Hit let's me. go. So I, ha- so this is a question for the ears. Hi, boys. Hope you're well. My name is Rick, and I have a question for you both. Before before you go on, mm-hmm. I am well, Rick. Thanks for asking. Yeah, thanks for asking. But no. you know, sometimes life can get a bit boring in lockdown, yeah. and you know, you need to you need Escape. to mix things up. But mm-hmm. you know, we're just getting through the days until this is over and life can go back to normal. But I actually do really appreciate you asking if I'm well, Rick. I think in these times we've all got to we've all got to reach out to each other a little bit more, and without expecting anything in return, without like writing in to ask for advice or to tell us a story or to talk about yourself. I really like that you've taken the time there, Rick, to to focus on our needs because, you know, it is, it is a, just a difficult time for us all. And thank you for giving me that that nicety, that, that little reach out. I do really appreciate it. So thank you. Yes, thank you indeed. No, for the mess. <laughs> no, for the mess. I know what I was, Dan, but you clearly needed a moment there to, like, feel loved or feel wanted. So I'm going to let you have that. <laughs> <laughs> so this question for Rick is I slept with my best friend's ex And now I'm terrified of <sighs> confrontation I have a fear of confronting my, my, best, uh, my best friend Recently this destroyed my relationship with my best friend After I slept with his ex I did not tell him for several months And developed my own twisted story That I was somehow protecting him from the painful truth What I did tell him was It made me realize that My refusal to tell the truth hurt me more Than the action itself now it's been more just over six months and i haven't spoken to him since the old since the relationship since the altercation happened my way of dealing with situations like these is to suppress my thinking about it for months and continue with my life like everybody else however partly owning to my relationship with my new partner who's highly emotionally intelligent okay i have started to reflect on the situation i know i have to recognize my responsibility to myself and others and become an active not passive force in my relationship i hate the idea of ruining that with my new partner which is one of the best relationships i've ever had now you asking us a lot of questions here so wait what was the actual question the question was like the question was i said my best friend's ex and now i'm terrified of confrontation but he's already confronted his best friend or Mm -hmm. what ex-best friend well yes but he doesn't. He also wants to tell his new boyfriend that he did this to his best friend, because the new oh, boyfriend okay. is asking him why they ain't friends no more. T. Okay. T. A whole mess. I mean, Rick. Firstly, thank you. 
I mean, this is this is one of those messy questions that we haven't gone in a very long time, and there's a lot going on here. A lot. You know what, Rick? I, this is missing some detail. Mm-hmm. The juicy stuff is in one line. You said I slept with my best mate's ex, and yeah. it's at that point you just think, look at this. Like we've got time here. We ain't rushing around. We ain't got places mm-hmm. to be. So you could have told us how that happened. It was six months ago. So I guess that could have been in like the summer lull where things were out yeah. about and people were being messy in these yeah, streets yeah, uh, we needed to know the detail because otherwise other i'm yeah. just looking at this being like what exactly are you asking me here rick exactly you need to give us more to build we we cannot build we cannot um we can't build the picture for the listeners because you haven't given us anything to go with however what we will do is do our best to answer what you did ask which is the first line of the question which is i slept my best friend excellent confrontation <sighs> This is my take on it. So, Dan, you want to go first? No, no, no. You go. I'll I'll take the time to Um, listen to you reflect and think about what I feel about this one. Physically, um, there is a a code. Again, I've said this many a times. And the girls do not listen. The girls do not listen. Rick, you included. Sorry to say. The girls don't listen. There is a bro code and there is a girl code. We don't... When exes are out of bounds... We know this. We've we've seen it. Girl, you've seen the films. This doesn't end with no happy ending. With, oh my God, where everyone's happy. No, it always ends in turmoil and pain. I don't know what story you're reading, but it's in some fucking Nancy Drew story, bitch. It doesn't end with, mm-hmm. oh my God, everyone is so happy. Exes are out of bounds, first and foremost. Secondly, um, okay, it sounds like, you know, you regret what happened because you've kind of messed up your friendship with your best friend, which is fine. These things happen. However, you should have known better from the get-go. However, maybe the dick, maybe it was a bit of devil dick and you just wanted it. Because I know for a fact, right, this is just me thinking out loud here. I know sometimes when, you know, you get a little lonely and, you know, you know, you just want to, you know, feel something. But not your, not your best friend's ex-boyfriend. Like, you, mm. you, clearly been, you clearly eyed him up for a long time. Mm-hmm. and the thing and f- i don't even understand how and he and uh, no, no offense rick you're not fully to blame here he's in the blame as well because he know damn right that you're his your his you know you all have relations because of the because of the the best friend so he's in the wrong as well so you it's just a mess you're both in the wrong however you need to i'm glad that you manned up and told your best friend what you did and some and I'm not going, I can't baby this up for you, but you kind of have to deal with the repercussions here, repercussions here, because um, if you realize your friendship with your best friend has changed due to the, due to what happened, you can't really be upset with him for that. You can't, because you put yourself in the line of fire. So you kind of have to, you know, reap what you're still here. Fully. So just to go back on your stuff sometimes within some places exes aren't off limits like some some friendships have a thing where they're like they were just an ex and yeah if you want to go there you go there but that is made clear between friendships like you know how your friend felt about the ex you knew that and you know that this ex was definitely off limits because otherwise you wouldn't be talking about no confrontation there wouldn't need to be a confrontation because your friend would have already green light it and you'll be fine and if they're upset about it then that's them not being honest with themselves it's not your fault you are more to blame here than the ex i'm gonna just say because you are the one who has a positive existing relationship with your friend and some loyalty to your friend an ex is an ex which means they can move however they want to move they should if they respect their ex-partner not go for their friends or whatever but there's no like social contract that means they can't you by your own admission said that this was your best friend 
and that you decided to sleep with his ex. And what you did in that moment was you said to your best friend, my sexual desire for your ex at this moment, my my desire to pound this guy or get pounded out means more to me right now than your friendship does. That's what your your ex best friend has now heard from you. And then you kept it from him for a long time because you were scared of talking to him about it. Whereas if you came at him straight away with it, went straight into that confession, you kind of, you were in the chance to reconcile then because yeah, he'll be mad at you, but he could at least see, okay, you, you fessed up straight away. You told me what happened. You explained the story. I see how bad you feel. And then it's more likely that they would choose to, to hang with you. I think what's happened here is your best friend has seen how much you think of them, how much you value them, the boundaries that you are willing to cross to get your end away and has decided that they don't want to fuck with you no more and they're allowed to not fuck with you anymore. That's their choice based on what you did and you do have to own up to that. Taking accountability for your actions doesn't mean that people have to forgive you for what you did to them and for the harm that you caused them. And this is for anybody who harms anybody. They don't owe you forgiveness and a friendship after that. They can choose to not have you in their life if they don't want you in their life. They are free to do that. And it sounds to me like that's what your friend has done. Mm -hmm. So if the question is, do I reach out to my friend? Do I try and rebuild a friendship with them? You can can leave that on the table. You can say to them, look, I know I, I royally, royally fucked up and I would love to make it up to you if you're willing to give me that opportunity. But you have to be, well, not okay with it, but you have to understand that and there could be an outcome where they are unwilling to give you that opportunity. And that is their right because you have harmed them in a way that they probably didn't deserve. You didn't add anything to the to the story to let us know whether your friend had pissed you off or whether it was greenlit or anything like that. Or if that ex, it was all the ex's idea and he got you drunk or whatever. Like none of that was in there. So I don't really know. But like that is your friend's choice. Should you raise it with your current partner and tell him what you did? Yeah, you should. You should be honest with your partner and be like, this is the thing I did. I do not feel good about it. I fucked up royally. This is why we're not friends. And if you want to be their friend, you can say, I would really like to, but I understand if they don't want to because that's their choice. Mm-hmm. There's no point coming up with a different lie yeah. about it and then lying to your partner about it because ultimately your partner wasn't involved. They can think mm-hmm. a, a way about you, but they're clearly into you right now. They've got something about you that they like. So, you know, I'd, I'd trust in that more. And then... I would just be like, look, if you can't, if you, you have to accept that you are not the good guy in this situation Mm -hmm. and nor are you the victim of what's currently going on. You made some choices. You are now dealing with the consequences of your choices. It's hard. It's tough. I'm glad to hear that you've got people around you who care about you and you can rely on to deal with your own emotional needs of it. But if that friend has chosen to let you go, you've got to let that friend let you go. Because you fucked up. Yeah, correct. And that's how the cookie crumbled. Well, that was... And just a note for everyone listening. If you like your friends and you want to keep them, just don't fuck their ex. It's just easy. I'm not fucking all of my friends' exes all the time. (laughs) You tell them. Tell them. Tell them. Right. um, The next question is kind of... It's, it's something I think we could all relate to. You ready for it? Yeah, all oh, my hips are tight today. Go on. Oh, right. <laughs> Hi, Dan and Nick. My name is Brian and I am well. Um, thanks for asking. 
We didn't ask, but thanks, Brian. <laughs> I like that. Brian already. I like that. I like that. Hi. Brian could be I'm... our friend. <laughs> Love it. Hi. Hi guys. Um so I'm the only I'm the only gay person in my office and every single time I hang with different people in my in in um during could this these COVID times at work, they always say, you know what, I'm gonna hook you up with my gay friend when COVID <sighs> is over. And every single time I've seen a the gay friend, it's someone who is busted. Busted. Mm. Pretty much. Um, how do I tell my friends, how do I tell my work colleagues, would you please just fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> Brian. Oh Brian. Brian. Wow. Brian. We've been there. Brian, would you like to be a guest on the show? You've got good energy. (laughs) Yeah, I like this. I'm here for this. You you want me to go? Yeah, go on then. Okay. Brian, what you do is you fuck with your work colleagues. So every time they come up to you and be like, (laughs) oh, Brian, do you know, I... I really, I know this boy, he's called Jason. I just think, I just think you'd be lovely. And then they pull up Jason and you look like, like Jason's been hit by three trucks consecutively <laughs> in one day. Not three trucks. And then what you do is like, oh, Brenda, yeah, he looks great. Do you know what? How about we double date? You bring Jason and I'll bring my mate Clive. And then you pull out just the oldest, fugliest, most clapped man you know. And like Clive's going to come as well. And then you just, and and we'll all have a like date. How good does that sound? And then she's gonna look at you like, um, yeah, it sounds it sounds lovely. Yeah, let's yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And then what's happening is you've got Brenda and Clive out, and they're gonna they're gonna get all good, and Brenda's gonna fall for it, and then she's gonna fuck ugly, and that will be your revenge. <laughs> that is how you deal with this situation. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I I am always well. Actually, currently, I'm not the only gay in my office. Oh, am I? And let's say I'm not the only LGBT person in my company right now. But yeah, nobody's ever really tried to set me up with somebody. Except I do have university friends who whenever they meet another gay person, they're like, oh, I know a single gay friend. And I don't know what this reflex is that just because we're gay, we're all going to date each other and get into it. I'm the most single person you know, and that's because I, I just never date anybody. So I don't know why anyone's trying to set me up. Was that advice? Was there any advice in that? I don't know. What I'm saying is, Brian, if you're not interested, you can just say, oh, no, thank you. Or create a pretend, not boyfriend, but someone you are currently seeing. Mm-hmm. Just have a pretend one in the back. And then they'd be like, oh, let me set you up with this person. Like, oh, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm just currently seeing somebody. We haven't put any labels on it. It's going pretty well. I just don't want to mess it up. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay, I don't, okay. You want to tell me about them? And then you're like, yeah, I just don't really want to get you too excited and until it's like an actual thing. So no, there's a few options in there. Yeah, maybe one hundred percent. Um, Ryan, you know what? I feel the pain. I feel like because I in my office, I think I'm the only person who is LGBTQ plus. Um, and I, I mean, I think because mom, the people I work with are a bit older. They think, but I have been in situations before at my universities and stuff where someone was like, oh, I have this friend and, you know, you really like him. You guys have the same energy and you meet the person and it's like fucking shagging a sponge. It's so boring. It's like, oh, thanks for that. Thanks. And it's like, no, this is my cisgendered friends and my straight friends. It's like shagging a sponge. Yeah, just boring because they know a sponge is just, you know, like a sponge is just boring. But when are you shagging a sponge? Exactly. That's the point. Okay. <laughs> that's the whole point. It's like it's not gonna happen, so it's not gonna work. Get it? You yeah. Me now? Right. Um, anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna let you I'll let you sit on that metaphor. That could be one of yours. We move. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, my whole thing is this, right? I for my for my cisgendered friends and my straight friends and my allies, 
please, if you have a gay friend, we don't always want to date people. Sometimes we just want to be on our own or have our own taste in men. Just like just like when you go to a buffet. There's loads of food on, on the menu, but you 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 might have something in store that you really want. That much, that and so just because someone said, Oh, you should try the caviar, doesn't mean you should have the caviar. Probably I want to have crisp or grapes. I think the point is they're never offering caviar. Oh. They're offering <laughs> chips they found in the skip. <laughs> Not chips. Ah! <laughs> oh god, oh, I got go. No, um, it's a no from me. Yeah, I just hate that. I just hate. I just, I just hate like every single time I've been in situations where someone has tried to hook me up with someone, it's never worked, or the person just been mm, not for me. Yeah, trust me enough to be able to make my own decisions about who I yeah, date. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. Like you know, I uh, yes, I yes, I know I've been single for a long time, Brenda. I know, I know, but I don't but fucking Brenda judge. Doesn't know. Yeah, I don't judge. Exactly. I don't judge you when you're getting your fucking clothes from Matalan on credit, do I? Bitch. Hey, no no Matalan talk. We're trying to get in their pride campaign. <laughs> Correct. 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 <laughs> well, thanks Correct. for writing in. I hope we were a little bit helpful. I don't know if we were. Right. So, should we get into the Brit Stop? Dun, 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 dun. Brit Stop. Brit Stop. Brit Stop. It's a Brit Stop. Just going to make that fucking fake um, promo because we don't have a fucking song yet. A jingle. So we'll just go with the bridge star, bridge star, bridge star. Well, right. we've only got one more week of UK Drag Race, so I don't think we need a jingle. Although we do have sixteen more weeks of. Oh God, can we not? Can we not? Right, let's get into this. Um, this this thing. Right. So, um, the I loved the the puppet thing it was really good. It was quite funny. I always think it was quite shady. I mean, Lawrence. Sh- I mean, Ellie didn't get the taste accent down at all. What the fuck was that? It was funnier that she didn't know. It was funny because it was crap. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was funny. Um, I really, really enjoyed. I really enjoyed um, Bimini. Love Bimini. Love Lawrence Cheney was good. Um, and uh, Taste was good as well. Then when it came to the the runway, I'm sorry, the East at the Beast Enders thing. Um, I liked Bimini. I really, really did like Bimini. I feel like she gave me. I didn't. I didn't really, I didn't really get, uh, I think Taste was trying that whole my makeup going bad thing, but I didn't really like the aesthetic. I just, for me, it didn't, it didn't hit me in the face. I mean, I mean, it wasn't really an aesthetic challenge, was it? Yeah. I was like, I just was... love that she did, she had a breastplate that didn't match her skin tone because yeah, Taste that... doesn't own a breastplate. So I she know. clearly had to borrow one of Bimini's. Clearly. <laughs> I was like, this is all over the place. Do you know it. what I thought about Beastenders was Bimini was good. I thought Taste was actually really good. And I thought Ellie was kind of same-ish across everything. And Lawrence, bless her, like when she got it out was good, but it, it took a it took a time or two. What yeah. I didn't understand was when we get to the judges' critiques and Michelle critiques taste for not pulling off the Karen element yeah. too much. And I was like, pause. Can we just spot the Karen moments in this script and where she was meant to pull them out? Yeah. I cannot. I really don't like it on Drag Race where they critique the girls for an acting challenge based on like, oh, you, this was in this. This is like what what the character was like, and I was like, yeah, but if that's not incredibly clear in the script, then it's not there, is it? And the the like Karen element of that thing was was definitely not there at all. Mm-hmm. So I was I was I was confused. Are you looking at your phone? No, no. <laughs> I was just reading. 
<laughs> Will you leave me alone? I'm having a moment, okay? I was looking. I was looking. Have a moment in two minutes when we finished the show. I was looking back at Tasty's outfit on the runway. I was just, just having a little closer look. Okay, leave me alone. Continue. No, I'm gonna let you talk. <laughs> no, can't be asked listening to anything I say. So Shut go on. Your ass. I was listening, bitch. No what did I say? Something about Dan James is the best person when I love him to bits, and he's my best friend. You're half right. <laughs> um. Anyway, right. So, continue. I'm listening. Go. Who is Ellie Diamond sleeping with? Who is at what? I'm so confused. I am confusion. I am gonna go through the credits in a bit and find out who it is, and then check their Instagram. Give yeah. me. She is yeah. not a bad drag queen at all. No, she is not, not bad at this at all. But she's getting to the point where I'm like, you are now in the final. You haven't won a single thing. You've barely been in the top. You were definitely deservedly in this lip sync. And to be to put on the record, I do not think Taste deserved to be down there with her. I thought Lawrence did. Like Lawrence got a better performance in the end, but the amount they she had to, the amount of struggle she had to go through to get it, which they usually will like take into account in the yeah. critique part, just doesn't make any sense. So I felt like and also that would have cleared up the like Lawrence Ellie battle dynamic that they were yeah. having through the thing. So I just mm. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I'm just. I don't know. Look, it's it's clearly a two horse race between yeah. who is going to win this yeah. show. Like it's Bimini or it's Lawrence. But yeah. if you don't need a top four, don't have yeah. a top four. No, there's no, there was no need for that. Yeah, she's done well. She can bow out gracefully. She, in my view, lost that lip sync. Yeah, and I'm just, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. But the, 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 I mean, the, the, the double chance, it didn't have to be now. I didn't, I didn't think it was that it was worth it. But, you know, we move, we move. Um, I am really excited for the final now to see. Um, also, before I go, before we close up, Tace's runway, I was just having a look properly. I just I just think it, it really, really worked for her. That color blended well on her skin tone. Honestly, love yeah. And I imagine they did that thing where, you know, the girls get like prompts for their runways. I imagine the yeah. prompt didn't explicitly say Panto Dame. Because yeah. the girls have been saying on Twitter how like the runways prompts are different from what they say the runway th- theme is. So I imagine she just brought something like that is Panto. And what she wearing was wearing was Panto. Yeah. And I loved Michelle saying, Oh, it's not it's not really that Panto, is it? And I was like, Bitch, how do you know? How do you, <laughs> yeah. Miss exactly. Shell Visage, know what Panto Rue didn't have a clue what Panto was. I was just like, from what I know about Panto, this isn't quite it. And I was like, okay. Okay, why not? Why didn't we just have? Why didn't you have Julian? What's his name? Julian Clary <laughs> as yeah. a judge. If you're going to do Panto Week, and he can tell you what Panto is, he's not I dead, guess. is he? No, I don't think so. <laughs> and also, somebody write in if he's dead. Why the fuck was the special guest a fucking mannequin? Rue, you're an uh, out of money girl. <laughs> All that hype for nothing, girl. Let's get out of here. Right, it's been a back and madness. <laughs> anyway guys keep sharing the podcast we see you in the numbers and we see you doing your little thing and we will be back next wednesday for um that thing we do <laughs> that thing we do every fucking wednesday you are professional this week Ah, <laughs> uh, pro- 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 professional no it is i'm just hungry it's been one of those days when i haven't eaten properly i've just been working all day and here i am giving you a podcast on a friday because i am devoting my hunger <laughs> Hunger to you bitches. So you're gonna need to do share this fucking podcast right now. Tell a friend. We'll be back on Wednesday. Okay. We'll see you soon. Bye for now. Bye.